Hey guys, welcome back to Actually Adultish, your favorite podcast in the whole world. My name is Christina and I'm your host. I'm so excited to be talking to you again this week. I realized maybe I should start introducing myself in case there's new people here joining all the fun. So, like I said, my name is Christina. I am the host of this podcast, Actually Adultish Podcast. I am the blogger behind addictedtolovely.com, home of lots of health and wellness advice. I am a health and wellness junkie. I love to post healthy paleo recipes. I love to bake and cook and do that kind of thing. I'm also a certified holistic health coach. I'm a primal health coach to be exact. And if you are looking for health coaching, life coaching, you can head to my website, addictedtolovely.com. You can email me, addictedtolovely at gmail.com to set up some services. I'm getting a new website soon, and I'm excited to show you guys. It's going to be amazing. I'm really pumped. So that's all that about me. So welcome. Welcome to the Adulting Life Podcast. Thank you so much if you subscribed. Thank you if you've left a rating and a review on iTunes and or Stitcher. If you haven't yet, then I would really appreciate it. If you did, it only takes a second and helps a lot. If you've told anybody about the show, then you're amazing. And if you haven't yet, maybe turn to your neighbor next to you and tell them about it. It's like what the teachers would tell you. Turn to your neighbor. God, I'm glad I'm not in school anymore. Anyways, but yeah, seriously, just tell people about it. I like to tell all my Uber drivers. They're always interested in it. And Uber drivers need new material to listen to because sometimes music gets boring after a while and podcasts are more interesting. So just a fun idea. If you want to support the show, then please shop through the Amazon link that's in the show notes and is on our website, actuallyadultish.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but it helps go to the show to help cover these production costs. And you can also become a patron of the show at patreon.com slash actuallyadultish if you want to pledge some money to me every single month. It can be a dollar, but that also helps pay for the cost of running this show so I can keep putting out free content every single week for you guys sometimes twice I hope you like it you should also totally join our so super secret Facebook group or not so super secret Facebook group actually Dulcish podcast nation the best ever just request to join and I will add you so this week I have two really incredible guests And I need to give a little background story so that you sort of understand where I'm coming from and what we're going to be talking about. It's a little different than what we usually talk about, but it's really cool, obviously, otherwise I wouldn't be talking about it on the podcast now, would I? Okay, so basically a few months ago, I heard about this thing called the access bar. So I got an email about getting access bar session and I am like I don't know what this is so I read about it and it basically says that it helps with stress it helps reduce stress in your body and your mind and it is like a 60 to 90 minute session it feels like a light head massage and it can help you with mental clarity motivation and increases in 
joy and happiness, relaxation, insomnia, anxiety and depression, panic attacks, migraines, all these things. And I'm just like, all right, this sounds fun. Why not? Sounds relaxing. I could go for a anything that feels like a gentle head massage, right? So I go and I really didn't know what I was doing. And basically what happened is I met the women there, Sarah and Lauren, and they were so sweet. And I go in for my bar session and you basically lay down on this massage table and then she touches different points on your head and a few points on like your arms and your feet. This goes on for like an hour or so and she's just pressing different areas and it's really relaxing and calming and I felt really good during it. I felt like I was having all of these great ideas but I also felt more relaxed than I ever had felt in my life and I came out of that session feeling completely different and rejuvenated and I came out of that session feeling like That was how I am supposed to feel every time I meditate, but I don't feel like that. I just felt this huge sense of mental clarity. I can't even describe it. And I just felt like my mind was open. And I also felt like I had a lot more energy. It was really interesting. And then I started talking to Sarah and Lauren about sort of what I had just done. And I started learning more about kind of what they do and access consciousness. And I started talking to them about access consciousness and it's sort of this whole way of thinking um it's sort of like a mindset shift and you sort of pair this way of thinking with these bar sessions and those two together sort of are really transformative you guys are probably like what is she talking about it's just this whole it's just way of living and they're just explaining these mindset shifts that basically just teach you to think about things in completely different ways and open up space in your brain so that you can be more creative and have more love and be less stressed. And, you know, we just box ourselves into all of these really limiting ways of thinking that we just control our lives in ways that we don't even understand. And, Mindfulness and meditation are really hot topics right now and I'm such a big believer in them but it's hard and it can seem kind of woo to people and what I liked about this bar session was that and what I had read about it before was basically like it's almost like getting the benefits of meditation without meditating so I know meditating can be hard for a lot of people and it's hard for me I do maybe 10-15 minutes a day but you know some people do it for an hour I don't know and I know it can be hard for other people but this is sort of like you just go in and let them run your bars and they do it for you and you just kind of sit there and then that helps open your mind to new things without you even doing any work and if you can learn about these other they call them like the questions we'll talk about all in the session but if you can learn about new ways to frame things in your mind and new questions to ask yourself and just thinking about things in a different way I don't think that we realize how powerful that can be and just helping us to find happiness really at the end of the day because we overcomplicate everything and we box ourselves in we'll get more into that in the episode 
um, just keep an open mind and kind of go with it. It might seem kind of abstract, but I think you'll be, you'll be interested. So before I introduce my guests officially, I do want to talk to you about my favorite olive oil, Cassandrinos. You guys know I've been talking about it so much and I'm going to put up a blog post about it too soon because this olive oil thing, it just keeps coming up in my life, which is why I keep talking about it. But the issue is that a lot of olive oil is not pure olive oil most of it is cut with inflammatory oils like different vegetable oils because unfortunately our food system is corrupt you guys know how i feel about this so i love Cassandrinos olive oil i have been using it for a while now they're the only brand i buy i buy it in bulk on their website cassandrinos.com they import only the freshest extra virgin olive oil directly from where their family farms olives in greece and it is top quality they cold press it no heat or chemicals are used because the heat and the chemicals destroy the nutrients and they even have little travel bottles so you can bring it around everywhere and be that person like me i bring it to restaurants i bring it when i'm traveling and you can taste the difference in real olive oil and not real olive oil i'm sorry but your random safeway olive oil I don't trust it, man. I don't trust it. Olive oil is so good for you when it's real olive oil. So healthy, really incredible for the health of our cells. Our cells need healthy fats. And it's also filled with lots of antioxidants that can help reduce cholesterol levels in your blood, lower your risk of heart disease and stroke. Just very important. So I recommend buying it in bulk. You can get 10% off if you use the code addicted to lovely or the code actually adultish. They will be in the show notes. Just go to cassandrinos.com. I recommend getting travel bottles. I recommend buying a few bottles so you're stocked up all at once. Get your 10% off. That's addicted to lovely. Or you can use the code actually adultish and you get 10% off. So definitely check them out because it's so good i literally just drink it straight but don't tell anyone well everyone knows now okay moving on so my guests this week are the two women that i met when i got my first bar session lauren polly and sarah grandinetti and they're both just so incredible and so they just have a great aura. You're going to love their vibes. They're so sweet and happy. So Lauren is a certified access consciousness facilitator, as is Sarah. Lauren is also a certified medical speech language pathologist, a registered yoga instructor, and she is the author of the award-winning international bestseller, The Other Side of Bipolar. So she's incredible. She was the one who actually ran my bars. So that was amazing. And then Sarah Grandinetti is also a facilitator. And she runs two amazing businesses, Salon Mix and Being You Beauty. She also has four children. She's very busy, obviously. Both of these women are just incredible, hard workers, inspiring. And they're so knowledgeable. And I just wanted to have them on here to talk about access consciousness and the bars and just everything and sort of explain it more because I think it's super interesting and I think you guys would be interested in it because it's interesting so let's just hop into the interview 
Hi, how are you? <laughs> it's good to hear your voice again, Christina. <laughs> I know. It's good to hear your voice, too. Hey, Sarah. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Christina. Hi. When was the last time you guys saw each other? A couple oh, weeks. A couple weeks ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm really excited to have you on the show. Thank you so much for coming on. I know you're busy women. We're excited to be on the show. I know. We always like talking about this stuff, so we make time. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, I mean, last time I saw you, I had the best session, and I want to tell everybody else about everything. So, okay, why don't you start off and introduce yourselves to listeners, because they will have no idea who you are. So why don't you each um, give a little introduction, say something about yourself. Sure. Um, my name is Sarah Grandinetti. I am a business owner here in LA. I own a salon and I am a mother of four and I love access consciousness and the tools. I'm a certified facilitator, a being you facilitator. Um, and I just love the change that is possible with the bars. Cool. And Lauren? Yes, I'm Lauren Polly. I'm also a certified facilitator with Access Consciousness. I'm a medical speech therapist, and I'm the best-selling and award-winning author of The Other Side of Bipolar, which features a lot of the tools from Access Consciousness. I've gotten so much change, relief, and a lot of creative pop, I would say, from using these tools. So I'm always excited to share it with more people and just enthusiastic to see what we'll dive into tonight. Yeah, so... Okay, let's just start from the beginning. So can one of you tell me or tell the listeners really exactly what is access consciousness and what the bars is like people, I think a lot of people literally have will have no idea what we're talking about. So maybe just bare bones introduction. Lauren, you you want to take that one? Yeah, sure. So Access Consciousness is a practical, pragmatic system of basically accessing your consciousness. And from Access's point of view, consciousness includes everything and judges nothing. And for me, that was like the big hook for me. The world is always just filled with so much judgment. We judge ourselves. We judge other people. Um, we kind of have that judgment thrown at us constantly. This is a very different approach to consciousness where nothing is right, nothing is wrong, nothing's good, nothing's bad. It's all just choice. And with that perspective, you're actually able to include a lot more things in your life. And that kind of weird pressure that we have about trying to make the right choice and go the right path comes off. We have more kind of creative freedom. So that's kind of an overview. We have different tools, different verbal processing to help clear out stuck energy, stuck behavior patterns, kind of those crazy thought patterns that we find ourselves in a loop where we can't make the change, we end up going down the rabbit hole instead of actually making forward progress. And the bars is kind of the beginning technique of access. And that's really where we start to be able to create space around the judgment, space around all those patterns that have you locked in the past and keep you out of being present and creating for your future. So can you have access consciousness? Can you like be part of that without using the bars? Yeah, 
Yeah, we have a lot of um, free stuff online. If you wanted to Google Access Consciousness or go up on YouTube, there's tons of different videos. And they're very generous with giving out basic tools, which are like being in the question, not actually having the answer, not having to figure things out. Um, there's a lot of different perspectives that are up online that you can start digging through. Um, there's an amazing book, Being You, Changing the World, which Dr. Dane here wrote. Um, that's another great resource. And the bars is just beautiful. That's the prerequisite for all of the classes and access because it just opens up the space for you to be able to see that there's a different possibility out there. And that's kind of target number one to be able to change anything in your life. So, so access consciousness is basically like it's a different way of looking at the world, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just because <laughs> I feel like, I mean, it sounds all really abstract and I just want yeah. a lot of our listeners are probably like, like a lot of our listeners aren't really exposed to this kind of thing, you know? <laughs> So I, I can add in there, Christina. Yeah. Um, kind of. So if you look at anything that, um, any place that you've made a, a big choice, and you kind of start to peel the layers back to why you have, say, an aversion to something, or why you're so passionate about something. Sometimes when you peel the layers back and actually look at what's underneath all of that, there's a judgment holding some of those things in place. Um, and so when you when you go in and you go, okay, if I can look at this from a different place and not have that judgment leading, what else could I choose? So for instance, um, if you, if you bought something, um, say like for my, like my children, they're around a grandparent who has a certain perspective about like being out in the cold or be like different things like that. So they will go and say, Oh, I can't go out right now without my shoes on because I will get cold. And they've decided that. So they, my husband's the same way. Like he'll carry certain things all the way. And that's like such a basic little thing. But when we look at where we buy things as we're growing up and who we're picking things up from and we just buy them as ours and we're not actually ever looking and going, well, actually, will I actually get a cold if I go out right now? Will I body? Like, is that actually a possibility? And you start communicating with your body in different ways. Um, it, it's a different place to come from than what we know is real and true um, because we learned it somewhere. Yeah, that makes Does sense. That yeah. Okay, cool. Um, and it, it's, it's also very difficult to change anything if you're not willing to look from a different perspective. And those judgments have us locked into one viewpoint. So we're always looking at the world through like our parents' eyes, like Sarah was talking about or our social economic class, or our background, or our social circle. Um, so this really is, like what you said, looking at the world from a different perspective, being able to have that different perspective and then start practically choosing things differently. Um, that's really where real change occurs. That's like such a difficult thing, though, to be able to actually have that different perspective. You know, yes. it's like one thing to just say that, and another to actually change your perspective. Like, so how, how does this, like, how does, how do people make that leap to actually getting there? You know? Sarah, I, did you want to? <laughs> sure. <laughs> the, the cool thing about say, like if you were to take a bars class, it, it, the bars class starts you off with just looking at being in the question. And so it, sometimes we have so many points of view. So how often are we just driving along in traffic and all of the thoughts, feelings, and emotions of the day, the day before, the morning that are like controlling our, our, our perspective um, is actually driving our choices. 
So when you go to a class, um, just learning to like ask a question instead of go to a conclusion is so simple, but it's such a huge concept for so many people because we're all, we're taught like all through school as a kid, get the right answer. And then like you get an A on the paper or whatever that is um, get it right all the time. So we're always looking for the answer to our, our air quotes. I'm using air quotes right now, but you can't see them. Yeah. (laughs) Um, um, To like look for the answers to our problems. But what if instead of looking for the answers, we're actually going, okay, what would it take to change this? And you just had little tools like that, that it's like, okay. And then when you ask a question, something else will pop. So it's like, we're being really like to make it real pragmatic for you. Um, if you're trying to decide whether to stay in a job, instead of trying to decide what job you go to next, how to quit that job, all the reasons why you're justified for, cho- for choosing to leave that job are all looking for the, the answer, right? But what if you were like, what would it take to ch- change the situation with my job? What would it take or um, what else is possible with my boss? What could I create here, um, you know, where I'm at right now? What else is possible with something else showing up? There's so much lightness to that that you start to ask, the universe you start to ask questions and then things can literally show up like the phone can ring it's so crazy when you start to actually play with these tools because you're asking the question you're being in the question and then the phone will ring and someone's like hey can you come work for me and i'll pay you double it's like the craziest thing the way it works and it's so it can be so basic and it doesn't have to be even a leap it can literally be you know a 10 percent shift like changing just one way of thinking just one way of looking at stuff so when you put it that way, so it's like, in that example, are you not supposed to be looking for an answer at all? Like, so say if you're asking what else can I create in this job and an answer comes to you, are you supposed to ignore that answer? No, no. so that was, so then what we could, what we could say is popping is like more of your awareness. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, what else can I create? But if it's solid and heavy and like it, it's not, so in one of the tools and access one of the early tools is whatever's light in, in your world is true for you. And whatever's heavy is actually not true for you. It's actually alive. So if something comes up and it's like, what could I create here? And, and you're like, Oh, I'll go, you know, um, turn in this paper that will get, well, like whatever, like I'll do, create this project, but it feels like, Oh, but I don't actually want to do that. That might not be your awareness of what's possible there. So you start to get to use like the light and heavy tool. You can have that pop into, Oh, okay. What else is possible past that? And then you have another awareness and you're actually staying the question. So all these, all these possibilities show up instead of the one that you've decided is the answer, which is I have to leave my job. So the question isn't a specific question, but just the idea of asking a question like in these situations. If you look at like childhood, you actually have this like innate curiosity. Most of us were constantly looking at things and there was a wonderment of the world of I I wake up in the morning and wow, I wonder what today will bring. Uh, You never really went about the same activity the same way, like the pot you used to like make a kitchen stew in and the next thing you know, it's on your head, you know, you're dancing around with it. Like there's just, there was more of a curiosity and a wonderment of like what life could bring you. And so we talk about asking questions and yeah, you could totally ask the question, like what else is possible here? How can it get better than this? That's a huge question to keep asking. Uh, There's also like this curiosity energy of being the question and that we lose so much as we get older, we lose our childlike play of the world. And that wondering that when you do go into the office, you know, instead of going about your day-to-day rote job or thinking that, you know, your boss is always mean to you, so therefore you put your barriers up and you kind of have a defensive attitude. It's like going about even the same 
way, the same job, but doing it differently when you're in that curiosity state. So it's much more that energy of like, I really wonder what could be different here. And then following that lightness, like Sarah was saying, and it's amazing. So many of us, we want to go right into what's heavy or hard or takes a lot of work. And then we're constantly trying to bring a sense of lightness to that heaviness. You know, we're trying to make someone who's unhappy, happy. We're trying to make a boss who hates us, like us. Um, If you're actually functioning from wonderment, curiosity, and following that lightness, there's no need to go into the heaviness. You just end up creating a life that's more light, more playful, more, more curious, and then more possibilities start to come your way. It's interesting because it's just kind of like I I feel like the general idea that we just always choose to try and make life harder than it needs to be. Yes. And we're just caught yes. in this cycle. Yes. <laughs> and yes. why do we do this? <laughs> you know? Like and I feel How like many- what, Go ahead. What, what you're saying, I mean, it's such a simple idea because I feel like it gives each of us so much power over our own lives, but it's like we're so afraid to take that power. Yeah, yeah. And that's the huge thing with access consciousness. It's all about empowering you that you know what you know and that you know. And most of us were never taught that. We were never given credit for having awareness of what we would like to be or create or that we went into interacting with someone and they were smiling at us, but we could tell they really hated us underneath it. (laughs) Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all of those things were like, what's on the surface totally doesn't match what you're aware of underneath. And most of us have gotten stressed out. Our bodies have gotten locked up. We go into stress and anxiety, depression, all those things can start to form because we're not ever taught or talked to that. Look, you're aware of more than what's just on the surface. And these tools and having the bars in particular, it just opens up enough curious space so that you can start to explore it. And like you're saying, Christina, like take back your power. It's all about that empowered stance in your own life instead of letting someone else um, kind of drive your boat, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What I was going to add to that, that's brilliant, Lauren, is exactly the, the energy of letting someone else drive your boat. Mm-hmm. How many points of view about it having to be hard? Life is, is a struggle Um, You know, all those things have we bought from our parents, our family, those around us that like in order to have the great life, you have to work really hard. You have to, um, you know, work your your fingers to the bone, like they say, to be able to like have the life that you want. And that ease is actually not taught that you like if someone says this could be really easy. It's like, oh, well, then that's not the road to take because that road doesn't pay off. There's no Mm -hmm. payoff end of the easy road. Right. But what if it could be as easy to create a life full of ease by just staying in the question and following the energy and being like, what do I want to create today? And, and having things show up as if by magic, um, and that create, create that life of ease for you because you're, you're asking questions around it and, um, not, not having to follow the, the points of view of everybody around you. So as much as like what Lauren was saying that like, you weren't taught this stuff, you we're actually looking at also like, to acknowledge the places where you bought what you were taught just by energy. Like, no, mom, your mom and dad didn't sit you down and say, hey, life's going to be hard, sweet pea. And sometimes they do. They're like, hey, you know, it's not a bed of roses, right? Like, yeah. Life's going to be hard. And so those things start to, you know, um, seep into your consciousness of where you buy, like, buy your points of view around a lot of things, around money, relationship, business. And when you are functioning from that, with a lack of awareness. So you're literally going like, well, that's the way it is because that's what you bought. 
it's really hard to find another point of view or to find the ease, to find the magic and the miracle that you are because you're constantly going back to the programming. So basically the bars kind of undoes the programming. One of the things about the bars is like they t the way that they describe it is it's like deleting the old files on your computer. So like everything will get bogged down and be really heavy on your computer. And if you go in and delete those files, you actually have more space to create what you want to create, right? Yeah. So but our brains are the same way. Um, our bodies are the same way. If you start to unlock all the places that you've bought all these other points of view, you can actually show up more as you. Yeah, it makes me wonder what this whole world would be like if we grew up, like, not... If we grew up the opposite, people were saying life is supposed to be easy and, you know, if being so, over, like, working so hard and being so busy wasn't so glorified. Like, what mm -hmm. if it was opposite? What would we all be like, you know? Look at you asking that brilliant question. <laughs> Love it. Well, yeah, what, I'm what, curious. What would it be like? Um, exactly. I, I want to talk... Okay, let's go back to the bars, like, exactly. Because um, people have no idea what we're talking about. So, like... <laughs> Can you explain the bars and, like, what a bar session is and just explain that whole thing? <laughs> yeah, so the bars are 32 different points on the head, and each point represents a different area of your life. So there's a bar for money. There's a bar for sex. There's a body, um, there's a body bar. Um, one for creativity. One for aging. One for joy and sadness. So there are all these different places that we basically store all of our beliefs, our thoughts, our considerations, all of that about that one particular topic that influences our life. So with a bar session, if you would go and actually have a session run like we did on Christina, we're gently touching those points on the head and they're on kind of, um, kind of bilateral points. So there's one on each side of the head because the bar goes through the head. So while I'm touching both sides of your head on these specific bars, there's energy between my hands that are running through that bar and basically kind of like clearing out, dusting away, like Sarah was saying, deleting all those old files and bringing more clarity, space and relaxation to that one point that you may be stressed about. So if someone's having a lot of money issues, running their money bars along with the other ones just starts to clear out that stress that we have where we want to like hit our head against the wall. We can't see one other possibility because it's such this like elephant sitting on our chest. Um, having a bar session actually allows you to get more space and relaxation around the topic and then going in and asking questions afterwards, there's just more space to see something different. Uh, so the bars, there's 32 different points. It's usually like an hour long session. We'll go through and touch all of them, follow the energy with that. Um, it's very relaxing for people. Uh, it can also be quite stimulating too for some. Uh, people get a lot of creative ideas, creative sparks during and after the session. Um, I would say no one session is the same. I've had, oh my God, like hundreds of thousands at this point <laughs> over the years. And every single one that I receive is totally different. Um, but they're all really creative and really generative where whatever I'm banging my head against just starts to relax away. The elephant lifts off my chest and afterwards I'm just ready to go. And how often do you do those? How often do you get your bars run? I get mine at least once a week. I've been having them once a week for the last seven years. Um, I try to squeeze in more if I possibly can. <laughs> and then times if I'm like really, if I'm stressed out or there's something that's really up in my world or last week, uh, last year with releasing my book, there was just a lot of 
not even stressed. I was just pushing into a new creative space that I hadn't been to before. So it was activating all this deeper stuff. So having my bars run a couple times of the week really created more ease and also the ability to really look at a different angle to be able to create that project. So there's many different ways you can apply these sessions. Having them kind of like maintenance once a week is great. And then as needed, if there's something big going on, it's just massively effective. And what about you? Um, how often do I get my bars run? Yeah. So I am lucky enough to have a husband that runs bars. So oh. <laughs> lucky girl. If only. Yeah, we, we do um, at least once a week. Um, and if I'm, I'm lucky and butter them up sometimes, two or three, it just depends <laughs> on the week. Do you run your kids as well? I do, um, and especially before like big exams or or they um, games or as they grew into being teenagers and friends dress, um, we we did that a lot uh, to clear all of that, and that just gives them new perspective because you know as we know growing up being a teenager that can um, be enough stress in itself, and then yeah. they also kind of, you know learn the tools and look at for things for a different perspective and what else they want to create and where they're contributing to situations and letting them look from, um, like what they can change in their, in their own, say reactionary, um, worlds, uh, the bars will actually create space for them to choose something different. So that's really cool. It's and a cool yeah. So can people feel a difference right after? Is this something that you have to do regularly to start getting the benefits from? I would say it depends on the person, but usually after the first session. And sometimes it's fascinating. People will get off the table and have a sense of relaxation and peace, which in of itself is amazing. Uh, and then I hear from people like two, three weeks later, like the thing that was bothering them before or what would normally set them off into either a panic or irritate them, that one person that drives you crazy. They just notice that after having the bars run and then a couple weeks later, they're just not as reactive to that anymore. It's like that person who always annoys you, all of a sudden it's not that big of a deal or sitting in LA traffic, not too much of a big deal anymore. Um, it's cool because it takes you off of like, so many of us are living on the edge <laughs> where yeah. it's like if one more thing hits, we blow, we shut down, we go into a stress cycle. Um, what this does is kind of... Um, at the very least, I would say it backs you off of living on that edge. So the things that would normally set you off don't set you off anymore. And that can happen after one session. Uh, the more often you have them run, just the deeper it goes. So those deeper things that are there just start to get cleared out on a um, really profound level. So how does this compare to something like meditation or just mindfulness practices? Hmm. Well, I was a meditator for years and years. I studied tantric yoga. Um, That's why I'm going to let you take that one. <laughs> I kind of figured, I was like, I wonder what Sarah knows about this. And yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I was a tantric yogi. So I was, I'm a yoga instructor. I did yoga practices like three hours a day of meditation, chanting, and actual asana practices, which are the poses. Um, I was very, very deep, deep, deep into the practice. And I love meditating. But what I noticed is it didn't permeate out into my life as dynamically as the bars did. Um, once I added the bars into kind of my self-care routine, I noticed that it took me deeper. 
it assisted my meditation in going deeper, which was amazing. But I also didn't feel the need to meditate anymore, which for me was huge. Like meditation was delicious and wonderful and more of a spiritual practice. But it was also something that was I kind of felt like I needed in order to like decompress and (laughs) wash, wash away my stress and my anxiety. It was different after having the bars. It was just one week uh, or once a week created more space and change for me than sitting twice a day in a deep, deep, deep tantric meditation. Um, So I would say all of them work in different ways and work for different people. Um, It's not something where if you start adding the bars into your meditation practice that it'll take away from it. For me, it took me deeper. And then it was fascinating because my love of meditation is still there, but the bars it was easier. It was more relaxing. It made more change. And it was also really fun because I could get together with someone. We would trade bars. I would get really relaxed. I'd get to gift to them. It was just a different, um, kind of wasn't as much of an isolated activity. I would say it actually got me out of my box. (laughs) Um, so it's just a different way to go about changing, changing things like that. So do you meditate now or no? I do. And I do it by choice, which is so different. (laughs) That's so interesting. Yeah, it was always something. And I was I was in a really stringent school where it was all about routine and being devoted to the practice. So if you didn't do 30 minutes twice a day, there was a lot of judgment that came up. Yeah. Um, And it really took the love of it away. Like for me, I really I really enjoy something when I want to enjoy it. But when there's this pressure, it's like having an assigned reading task. It's not super fun to read the book anymore. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So this is really beautiful because when I do get the hit to meditate, it's like, oh, it's a choice and it's absolutely delicious. And it's totally not required at this point, um, which is a big shift. Yeah. Is there any like scientific research about what this does to the brain or the body? Like it's coming. (laughs) Are they working on it? Yeah, Sarah, do you know anything about the study? Or uh, The study hasn't been officially released, but we do have the Beyond Words uh, documentary that has that interviews Dr. Fan and the one that's doing the study. Mm-hmm. And he gives, if you check that out, I know it's on YouTube. Um, it has, it it's opened up so many spaces, like so many people who still have like a lot of questions. Um, and, you know, we're skeptical about, and, and need like this, like that's where access is coming from, like, the proof is is there by 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 the people, you know, the people sharing what's changed in their lives. But like our world and the way people go about um, kind of choosing something has a lot to do with, um, say, the scientific research behind something or the proof that you know. So Access is um, uh, has started a had a study done with um, Dr. Fannin. He's um, He's a neuro- neuroscientist, am I right? Yeah, he's a neuroscientist. Neuroscientist. Um, and part of that has, has been released. And if you watch the documentary Beyond Words, um, it's super incredible. They they looked at the parts of the brain, like prior to getting your bars run, and what 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 lit up on their screen prior, and then what the tests were showing after um, were incredible. Um, even to those of us who were like already... Um, had seen and had the change in our lives, like to see it like that too, was such an awesome contribution. Yeah, I'm curious to see that. I mean, I feel like a lot of people listen to things like this and they go, well, it's probably just placebo. Like, you know, someone tells you you're going to get your bars run and then you'll have all this space. So then you 
you sit down and you do it and then you feel like you have space. It's just because they told you that, you know? Well, Which, a, lot of, a lot of times if we have new clients, it's like, you know, just kind of like with you, we're like, just hop on the table and experience it. Yeah. That way you allow the person to kind of come off the table and be like, wow, that was really cool. Or I didn't feel that much. Or there were light shows going on behind my eyes. Like it's a different report from everybody. And, um, you know, I work in the hospital. I'm a medical speech therapist and I've been working with not only patients, but also doing in services and workshops for the doctors. And it was fascinating. I had 20 doctors come and they ran bars on each other, just the beginning points and just their feedback afterwards. I, you know, I kind of let them sit with the space for a little bit and said, you know, how could you actually see this being relevant? And they said, it's fascinating because I could see someone having a session with you and then coming in to see me after I could actually get to the heart of the matter of what's going on with their body, not deal with all their stress and their mind chatter, which takes half the session to actually address the issue. And mm-hmm. um, so it's amazing. There's a, there's a big space that's opening up with it. I say the research is probably coming um, but again, like Sarah's saying, so much of it is like, just go and have a session, try it out and see for yourself. I think that's the biggest quote unquote proof that you need is more if it works for you or if it doesn't. Yeah, I agree. I mean, like after my session, I was honestly in shock. I mean, you guys saw me. I like kind of didn't even know what to think because I felt so different. Like, and in my head, I was sort of thinking, was that just placebo or did it actually do something? And then, but my thing with that is if it, even if it is just placebo, I don't care because it's the effect. Like, <laughs> like the important part is that it is clearing my brain, you know, like yeah. I perceive it to be. So if it's working, then it's working, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to talk about, um, I want each of you to kind of explain how you found this. Um, so maybe Sarah, do you want to start explain how, how you got into it? Well, I know it's family. Yeah. Um, so I first had my bars run 17 years ago in my brother's apartment in Santa Barbara. Cause he had found this new cool thing. <laughs> my brother, um, by trade is a chiropractor and he was, he's the seeker of our family. And so he was constantly trying out like new ways of, of, you know, healing and constantly looking for, um, like new, new spaces to explore in that arena. And he called me to come to his apartment one day. I drove up from LA and he had his massage table out, which he was normal because he's a chiropractor and he often did massage as well. And he said, lay down. I said, I don't need a massage. I came and have lunch with you. And he said, no, 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 I'm going to do this thing on you. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to do the bars. And he had, he had just had his first bar session. Um, and he ran my bars. And I remember, like, at that point, sitting up and looking at him and literally perceiving, like, the whole change, like, in the room, um, in relationship to him, um, and still having, like, no information about it, um, just being like, what just happened? Um, and then fast forward now 17 years, um, he's now the co-owner of Access Consciousness and, um, he co-creates the company with, um, a wonderful man named Gary Douglas and they do classes all around the world. Um, Dane also has the, the book that he also wrote the book that Lauren mentioned, um, previously, which is being the change in the world. Um, and so I've been running bars since then and now, um, get to celebrate it's like how it's taken off and changed lives and um and you know watching it show up in 
I think it's like 174 countries now. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. Wait, so for you, was it kind of like after the first time you were hooked? I would definitely say after the first time I had like a very high peak, like curiosity. Mm-hmm. And it was probably like a couple more sessions where I was like, I can't imagine not doing this. Like yeah. I was talking, I was talking to Dane the other day and I, cause I'm, I also own a salon and do like, and do hair. And I was like, what would it be like if when my clients come in and talk to me about their therapy sessions, which for a lot of them, I am their therapy session. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they'll be like, Oh, I'm going to my therapist. I'm like, I can't wait for there to be a world where like that is actually not as much the norm as it is. Like I can go get my bars then because the people that like, and and this is my interesting point of view, but a lot of my clients, like they're in therapy for like 10 plus years. And while, while I get that they get what they get out of it, like there's a lot of them. I'm like, let's just run your bars and see what that can change. Um, you know, and, and, and just different perspectives. Cause I also have, believe it or not, I have therapists in my chair who come and get their hair done with me, who tell me it's not their job to give advice or to direct anybody, but just to listen. And so the listening part, like I totally get because I do it as a hairstylist as well. But this like dynamic change that happened that occurs with bars, like I literally haven't seen it anywhere else. And it's not to downplay that, you know, the therapy community by no stretch of imagination. And I'm not trying to say that that doesn't have its own place. But I was just looking at it with Dane. I'm like, how many, like, how how much faster can things change if you added the bars to that component yeah. as, as, like, a therapeutic choice and it was easily available? And, like, that's the world I want to live in. Because after people get their bars run, they're happier people. Yeah. I don't know anybody to get off a table and then just, like, angry at the world. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of therapy, I mean, I'm a huge believer in therapy, but it also is just a lot of kind of running in circles, mm-hmm. you know? Like, just talking in circles and, like... Yes people it's just kind of depending on it kind of depends on the patient to yeah. eventually make a breakthrough and if they don't because if their brain is you know clouded and they can't make the brain like the, that breakthrough then they're stuck in that for like you said 10 years versus if they had something to help them like the bars I could release them and make help them to see things from a new perspective then maybe they could actually make the breakthrough and not be running in circles for so long exactly i love how you pulled that together christina thank you that's exactly what i was trying to say i'm so grateful yeah so for and then for you personally like are there specific things that you noticed um in your own life like what specifically do you notice changes when you get your bars run regular or like have you ever gone through a phase where you didn't and you noticed bad things happening or not as much like to the point that Lauren was saying, um, the reactionary time, like the um, when you're at the edge of the cliff, um, you know, that can that stuff eases off right away. Mm-hmm. So, where that I'm like, and we all have them, right? We have those those situations where we're like just going to pull the freaking trigger just to have whatever it is over, or just to to end this relationship, end the friendship, end the situation, like whatever it is, and we're just going to be like, screw it, like I can't take this another minute, so I'm going to just do this. And without a lot of, like, um, question. And so what happens when I get my bars run is, like, I, um, I have four children ranging from 5 to 19. So the, I can be reactionary if I have a lot of shit up in my world. And when I get my bars run, like, I don't have to react to the – be reactionary. I can actually sit with what's going on and be present and see what's required. Um, th- that's, like, 
I, I would say like presence in my own life, but then what it also does is it gives a space of creativity and looking for possibilities and it's the creation point for me a lot of the time. So there's a lot of places where, um, you know, we have our monkey mind, the things that are telling us like, well, that's not possible. Well, you're not, you know, creative enough to create that, or you don't have the background to look at doing this as, you know, a, a possible career change or like whatever that is. And we're looking at creating things and that those things will come up for me. And if I get my bars run, like I can get off the table and be like, no, like I, I don't need to believe all the chatter in my head. I can actually go out and create this because I have space to see that it's possible. Yeah. I love that. Um, I can't believe that this has been around for like 17 years. I like, cause I feel like no one knows about it here. Right. Well, that's where you come in, sweetheart. I know. <laughs> it's growing. It's spreading. Yeah. Well, okay. We're going to get back to that in a second. But okay. So Lauren, why don't you tell your story? Okay, so before I let Lauren explain how she found Access Consciousness, I want to talk to you guys about my favorite beauty company, Beauty Counter. You guys know I'm obsessed with non-toxic beauty and skincare and personal products, and you know that I'm a Beauty Counter consultant. If you don't already know that, you know that now because I am so passionate about this issue because the personal care industry in America is really not regulated at all. Companies can use so many harmful ingredients and put pretty much anything on the label. They can label things all natural and organic and non-toxic, even when they are, which really bothers me. And the U.S. government really needs to step up its game on this because they haven't passed a major federal law to regulate the safety of the ingredients used in personal care products since 1938. So that's not cool. And the European Union has banned over 1,300 chemicals and personal care products. The U.S. has only banned 30. That's just not acceptable. The women in Beauty Counter are the women in Washington who are fighting this, and they're trying to get Congress to make laws and to review these laws. And just we want the beauty industry regulated because it should be because – all of these toxic chemicals that we're exposed to can lead to a ton of different health issues like asthma, cancer, infertility. And these are health issues that people, they don't understand that what they're putting on their skin can cause these issues. And they also don't realize once they get these issues, how they got them. And so it's really important to start now to try and reduce how many of these harmful chemicals we put on it in our bodies. You know, our skin is our largest organ and it absorbs what we put on it. And if you're using beauty products, personal care products, washing your face, you should be aware of that, even when you're washing your hands with. So Beauty Counter is my favorite company for all of my makeup, my skincare, my body wash, my body care, all of that. And you should definitely check it out if you haven't already. We just released a new eyeshadow palette too and it's limited edition. It's the beautiful Ocean and Pacific palette which I obviously immediately ordered and I'm so excited that it is in stock now and I'm not sure how long it'll be around for so you should grab it before it is gone and we also have some 
really exciting new launches coming out later this summer too. I can't wait to tell you guys about. But if you need any help color matching or anything, you can always email me at addictedtolovely at gmail.com. But if you want to check out Beauty Counter, definitely go to beautycounter.com slash Christina Rice. I highly recommend everything. I seriously use everything. If you're going to place an order that's over $100, then you definitely need to become a Band of Beauty member. I mean, you should become a Band of Beauty member anyways, but when you do, you get free shipping for the rest of the year and you get perks, you get a free product, you get product credit when you shop and it just pays for itself. So it's amazing. Join the mission, join the movement. Let's be transparent about what goes in our beauty products. You can go on the website and see exactly what's in beauty counter products and all of the ingredients we do not include and just educate yourself on this subject. It's very important. So yeah, again, if you want to check it out, head to beautycounter.com slash Christina Rice and you will love everything. I promise. All right, let's get back to the interview and we'll hear about how Lauren found access consciousness. Yeah. So speaking about therapy, um, yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much how I found access tools. And that was my segue into the bars. So uh, I was diagnosed as bipolar when I was 14 and I went through kind of the whole gamut that you all were talking about in terms of, um, diagnoses, medication, and then about maybe 15 years of therapy where all I did was kind of dig myself deeper into the trench, I would say. Um, and it was fascinating to look at. I had stopped therapy at that point, and um, I went to a chiropractor who was saying that I was having a lot of emotional stuff that was probably stuck in my body, um, which a lot of us will do. Our chronic issues in our body sometimes spur from our mind and our emotions and kind of get locked up. She had recommended for me to go to an energetic psychologist, um, and I was super reluctant to go back to therapy because of that crazy trap that we were talking about. Um, but she worked with me so different. She worked with me with a bunch of different energetic tools, but then all of a sudden she went to an access class and brought in some of the tools with me. And immediately there was this huge shift. I'm like, I don't know what you're doing, but something's really changing <laughs> just with the tools of asking questions and not going into the heaviness. I've always been one where I'm a healer. I love to help and to fix. And I've always done dove like head deep into other people's stuff. Most of my emotional stuff growing up wasn't actually mine. It was stuff that I was aware of and taking on for other people and my family and my social circle. Um, and because I didn't know how to handle it, and again, I didn't know that I was aware, I was buying it all as mine and getting very locked up. Um, so the energy tools access in particular really started to shake that up. And then after maybe like six months of working with her, I went to my first bars class and I got to say the first time I had my bars run, I did not have lightning bolts <laughs> yeah. or kind of like the huge shifts. It was, um, it was peaceful. It was relaxing. And again, it was more of a curiosity being peaked, I would say than anything else. Um, and then from there, there, I went to another class and then I met someone that we started trading bars with regularly. And it was after maybe like eight to 10 sessions. That's when I really started to notice my sleep pattern changing. Um, you know, my body started to not be as locked up. I actually started to enjoy my life again. There was more freedom coming in. Uh, it was just a very different perspective and also amazing that I didn't have to go to therapy and like talk about my problems for an hour with the hope of maybe just releasing a little bit 
only to get dug in again. It's I go and I lay on a massage table, someone runs my bars and there's just more space. Mm -hmm. That in tandem with the tools and also me becoming accountable for my choices and making a different choice, that's really where the magic lies. Um, so I know it's it's really easy to hear some of us talk about this stuff, and it's like, oh, it sounds like placebo or airy-fairy or kind of out in Never Never Land. Yes, it's total magic, and there's a total practicality to it, too. It's a tool to be able to use to let your brain decompress get more present with your life, and then you have some more space to make different choices. Um, my life has changed dramatically, dramatically, dramatically since then. Yeah, can you explain, or would you be willing to explain a little bit more about how it affected your bipolar? Yeah, so I yeah, I actually, um, I started Access Tools when I was like 32, and I had had my diagnosis overturned when I was 30. Um, so that was off yoga and meditation, self-care techniques. I was working with a psychiatrist at the time, um, and I had been weaned down over the years off of my medications and kind of just had a conversation with her of like, look, I feel like I've been carrying other people's stuff. I don't feel like this is mine. Um so she worked with me to wean me off medicine. After that point, she overturned the bipolar diagnosis and slapped me with another label <laughs> of uh, severe anxiety and tendency towards depression. Mm. Uh, so, so I kind of had that in my space moving forward. Um, I wasn't really struggling when I found access, but what I found was that those deeper things that we go through when we're diagnosed or have had chronic issues that kind of follow you around, they were still there. And I was trying desperately to hide them to try to fix them or to try to like um, make myself perfect on the surface so that no one would ever see what was deep down. And that was the biggest shift that I had noticed with the access tools and the bars in particular, that secrecy, that need to hide and that need to fix just went away. Um, and I think a lot of it at that point wasn't so much changing the diagnosis of bipolar, it was changing my reaction patterns the ups and the downs. It was me acknowledging that I'm aware of other people and I carry their stuff and I don't have to do that. And it was also then releasing the deeper things about all the stigma that I grew up with, um, which was really, really heavy and kind of what I was most secretive and hiding. Yeah. Well, I mean that diagnosis, that label in itself, like is what it's what you're talking about. Like carries judgment, you know? Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. Yeah, and it locks you into a box because people just expect you to be that way. And that's a forever thing. That's like you're never going to get off medicine. You're never going to be okay. You have to live this certain lifestyle. Otherwise, you're, you know, shit's going to hit the fan, basically. And I've proven that wrong yeah. <laughs> time and time and time and time again. That's why I'm so passionate about getting just this message out there. The, there are tools that are simple to use, practical to use, and also create a hell of a lot of change especially in tandem with other things you may be choosing that can not only help stress relief and kind of the more surface issues, but even those deep chronic things that we think are totally unchangeable. It actually allows you to start looking at what was really going on underneath that and being able to discover the gift of it. Yeah. Well, I'm curious about this in the context of like the medical system and the medical community and how they would respond to this. Yeah. Um, it's do you have thoughts or 
Yeah, I did a whole PR campaign for my book when it came out. And it was fascinating to me because most of the interviews I got were on NPR and they were by clinical psychologists, mm-hmm. <laughs> very traditional ones. And they had actually read my book and the interview was like on page 186, you say this. Um, it was really fascinating to me that they were so interested in not just the story, but also this different perspective. Most of the people that I talk to, they know the system as is, isn't perfect. Most know there's different possibilities. They're just really locked up in their viewpoint. Uh, I was really impressed with the fact that they actually had some space where, yes, you could do something like using self-care techniques, using practical tools, getting present in your own life. Um, those things to really make change, especially in the context of that's not a substitution for mm-hmm. care. That's not what I did at all. I just added it in as tandem until it was to the point where I just didn't need the medical system anymore, you know? Yeah. Um, but that was a, that was a definitely, that was a progress and not something I would have taken on by myself, <laughs> you know? Well, I fear that this would be something that the medical com- like, or like drug companies would Fear. Yeah. <laughs> Do you yeah. think that plays into why it's not as, like, well known about as it could be? You know, I don't know if it's hit that point. I think when you're when you're coming at things from a really different perspective, and you're you're not necessarily challenging what is, but you're speaking to things on such a different level. It there is a little bit of a confrontation thing that normal quote unquote you know, medical system, religion, therapy, whatever would maybe buck against. Um, so it's not really about changing or fighting the system as is, at least in my perspective, it's just offering different possibilities. And the bigger message here, especially with the access stuff, it's, it's about empowering you and letting you make your own choice. So it's not like I have the answer. Here's the roadmap that you're supposed to follow. Here are all these different things. Use what works for you. Don't use what doesn't. And then use everything else you got too. Yeah. I mean, I'm just curious how many, if everybody was using these tools and getting their bars run, like how many people would feel like they could get off their medication? Quite a bit. (laughs) You know, that's what I wonder. Um, Are there... I love the way you think, Christina. (laughs) (laughs) And I would also just preference that that's something to be done on a personal yeah, personal choice. And also with, um, you know, there's just a lot of people, especially with bigger diagnoses that go cold turkey, and they're kind of known for that in the medical system. Um, you know, I didn't do that. I work with a doctor the whole time. And also being able to make sure you have enough where you can like have your feet underneath you where we find something new and shiny and we jump so far in that we drop things that may be working before. Mm-hmm. Um, there's really something beautiful and extremely effective about using everything. And again, consciousness includes everything and judges nothing. So whatever makes you feel lighter and is giving you any kind of relief, add it all together and have your own special mix of what you can do and be. Yeah. Um, going back to, okay, well, while you brought up the thing about lighter, I just want to ask a question. Like, so if you are basically guiding your decisions by what feels lighter, could that lead, I'm just imagining this, I guess I'm thinking back to myself a year ago and would that, I feel like it would have led me into just kind of quitting everything I was doing. (laughs) You know, 
That's, like, that's a trap. <laughs> I, I would have dropped out of school and I don't know what I would have done, you know? Yeah. So I guess how do you kind of... One, one, one great tool with that, um, as you're kind of developing the, I'll say the muscle of the, what's light and heavy for you is, um, you can ask a question that, um, we use in access, which is what will my life be like in five years? If I choose this, what will my life be like in 10 years? If I choose this, what Mm -hmm. will my life be 50 years? If I choose this and you start to get a feeling. So like back then, if you would have asked, it was like, Oh, it's so light to quit school. That might be true in the moment in that 10 seconds. But what if you ask the question and you get like a sense of where your life would be in five years if you chose to drop out of school, that might then give you the awareness of, oh, that might actually not be the choice. That might not actually be what I want to create for my life. Or if it's still light, then you go, okay, so what will life be like in 10 years? So what if, what if there was a possibility that at the time, like, you know, dropping out of school or doing whatever, like choosing to do something totally crazy would actually have a possibility to create more too. So yeah. it's like, you know, so, so that tool helps me a lot. Um, when I'm looking at things where I'm like, whoa, yeah, of course it's light to like, you know, not go to work today and go to, go to the beach <laughs> and get my bars run on the beach with Lauren. Um, yum, 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 yum. Yeah. yeah. And there might be a day that that's absolutely what's required. And I can go, you know what? Like, like clear my books, people. I'm going to the beach because that's what's required today. And it's super light. But just because something's fun, like when I look at it, I'm like, okay, what will my life be next week if I choose to like not go to work? Um, that might not actually be the energy that I want to follow. So it's really also just like like playing into the future with the choices as well, and then just keep developing the muscle of the light and heavy tool. Yeah. It's basically what's how it's worked for me and how how it's shown up for me. But it's, it's different with everybody. Yeah, it's it, that's amazing, Sarah. And I'd also just add in there's a huge difference between um, creating ease and ha- doing what's easy. And a lot of people will ask of like the lightness is what's easy at the time, which sometimes is like backing away from the intensity that we kind of go, wow, that's really intense. That must be something that's heavy. I don't want to go there. When really that might be a growing edge for you or something where you're just about to break through to a brand new possibility. Um, So again, it's not going into the airy fairy thing of like, oh, everything's just easy. It's much more that kind of like what is creating a sense of ease and where when you ask a question, is it heavy? Like, oh man, my gut turns over and like, absolutely not. Or is there just this thing where, yeah, it's a lot of work right now, but what's coming, like Sarah was saying, five years, 10 years down the road. Um, It's not about choosing the easy thing. It's actually about creating ease with lightness. But sometimes that includes going through intensity to get there. Yeah. Okay. That's a good, that's a good explanation. I like that. It's, I mean, it's basically just finding as many possibilities as possible, like opening yourself up to as many possibilities as Mm -hmm. you can. Yeah, and sometimes you make a choice then, whoopsie-daisies, that didn't really turn out that super yeah. great. But guess what? You have another choice in the next 10 seconds. You can continue to choose what you did or you can make a different choice. Um, so that's the amazing thing. And one of the, my favorite tools in access consciousness, I heard this in one of my first classes, and I, I didn't hear a lot during that first time because I was kind of overwhelmed with the information. It was just popping my world open. Um, but that when my eyes just bugged out of my head is that choice is only good for 10 seconds. And every 10 seconds, you're on the creative edge of your life. So you constantly choosing your relationship, for example, wouldn't it be amazing to find someone that every 10 seconds you're choosing to be with because you're there, you're present with them, not I made a choice to marry you 15 years ago, so here we go. Um, 
there's also the beautiful thing with that of like, cool, the relationship's a bit heavy right now. For these 10 seconds, I'm just not going to really choose you right now. Okay, those 10 seconds are over. But like now I'm going to like, okay, well, maybe I do want to. It just gives you this ability to actually change things, which again, most of us think if we make one choice, we're stuck with it forever. Yeah. And every choice creates something. So sometimes there are things that come down the pike, but you have more choices that are coming your way. There's always ways to kind of course correct, I would say, and go into a whole new direction. And yeah. if I could add to, if I could add to that really quick, um, that's brilliant, Lauren. And and exactly what she's saying, like choice creates awareness. So you you make a choice and then what if it doesn't work out the way that you looked at it like you had originally planned, but it gives you the awareness of what's actually possible next. Then, and, and if you're looking at not judging you for making that choice mm-hmm. and you're staying out of the judgment of you, you can actually receive the possibilities that come your way. Um, one of my favorite access stories is, um, and I'm going to just paraphrase it because I don't have all the details. There was a man who opened a business that was struggling and it was a clothing business. And he called Gary Douglas, the founder of access consciousness and wanted contribution on like energetic contribution um, for his business. So Gary started to look at his business and said, started asking him questions about around like receiving from gay men because his, his business was in a gay part of town, but this man had so many points of view around like around homosexuality, but he put a business in a gay town. So what to bring that all full circle the, when the guy started to look at like his judgments of things and the choices that he made and was able to unlock it, he was able to then let go of his, his, his point of view around homosexuality, which then unlocked possibility for his business, which then opened him up to what else is possible, like in, 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 um, engaging in that community. And all of a sudden his business started flourishing. So he actually had to open up to different possibilities that he had a point of view about just prior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that, when I heard that story, I was like, oh my God. So how many places do we lock ourselves in with judgment and we don't even know that we're doing it. And then we're cutting off so many other things. So like looking at a different, from a different place, a different choice can, can create some other magical possibility without even having to change much, but your judgment and your point of view. Yeah, that's such a good point. And speaking of like some of your favorite access stories, um, do you, do you have any other favorite ones or I'm, I'm curious if you have any stories of physical changes like Lauren, how you were talking about how we carry so much of this in our bodies physically, mm-hmm. this emotional stuff. Um, yeah. if you have, if you know of any benefits that people have, um, gotten physically, yeah, amazing. like I had um, one woman who came in for sessions and I ran her bars a few times. And then I also did body work, which is part of the access system as well. They're energetic body processes. Mm-hmm. Um, the bars is kind of our foundational body process. And then from there, um, it's a little bit different where we're adding in energy into the body. Your body knows how to heal itself and knows how to self-regulate. Um, but we don't ever give it not only the credit and the awareness that it can do that, but we also don't give it what's required for it to kickstart that mechanism. Uh, So that's what these body processes do. So I was working on her back and she had, she had a frozen shoulder that was stuck in one position, giving her a lot of pain for years and had been doing any, everything under the sun, chiropractic and physical therapy, all sorts of different stuff. 
Um, so I was running an energy process along her spine and it was amazing because as I was getting deeper and deeper and deeper, she started to cry and she just started to open up and she's like, oh my God, I've never let anyone have my back before. Like she started the session curled in this fetal position, like protecting herself. And as I worked on her, she was crying. She was opening almost like I was actually there being able to have her back with my hands there. Before I knew it, over the course of 30 minutes, she had opened up her body completely. Her shoulder that had been frozen forever shifted two inches on her back. And next thing I know, she's leaning on top of my hands. So I'm like supporting her body weight on my wrist. And she's just lying back into me. And she just kept crying. She's like, oh, my God, it feels so good to just have someone be here for me. Um, that's huge. It was like all of the stuck stuff in her back and her body and this curled in position where she was just protecting herself. She never had someone be there for her the way that she desired and never opened up to that possibility. Um, so being able to kind of work with that, there was just opening where, yes, she could actually let people in. Um, and, you know, deep, deep, diving deeper into her story, she just had a lot of um, bullying when she was younger. She had some trauma in her family. So she just learned to self-protect. But it had locked her body up so dynamically. One, you know, one body work session on the spine after some bar session, she was a totally different person. It was just a beautiful unfolding, you know? That's incredible. That's yeah. like truly incredible. She was, she's a wonderful woman, wonderful woman. So it's super, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. um, it's just an amazing gift. And the beautiful thing about, <laughs> I'm getting teared up. The beautiful thing about actually going and learning how to do this, like taking a class, you're not only receiving the energy, you actually step up to the place where you're able to gift it as well. Mm -hmm. And having more people in the world that are so willing to gift to people, and receive that contribution, it changes everything. So being able to look at not only receiving and what you can get out of it, but also being able to give to someone in return and receive at the same time, that's a very different space to live in. Yeah. And can anybody learn to do that? Yes. <laughs> yes. So how do people... Okay, well, what I want to ask is, what do you think is... is if you had to pick one or the other, what do you think is more like important, the tools or getting your bars run? <laughs> That's a choice, Sarah. <laughs> um, oh, boy. That's oh. like, yeah, picking between your children. I um, know. <laughs> um, goodness. Okay, so choice. The thing about getting, okay. <laughs> I don't even know how to answer that. I stumped you. I, yeah, I, you did. You stumped me. But what I do know is that um, when Gary talks about the bars, he talks about, like, you can run someone's bars one time, and it will contribute to the rest of their life. Mm -hmm. So if I, like, had a choice, and I had 20 minutes with someone, and I could be like, okay, what can I do right now? I can go through and try to get their monkey mind to wrap around the tool, right? Mm -hmm. But without the bars the bars contribute it, it, it's going to be a little bit more futile in those 20 minutes right but yeah. if I could just put my hands on their head say relax receive there's a receiving that happens that will then open up the space for then a later conversation around the tools so um if you were making me choose Christina <laughs> I would probably go with the bars but it would be like a neck and neck tie that the tools are just <laughs> Okay, I see. 
And the amazing thing about Access is they make the tools really, really available. Like, like I said, if you go on YouTube and just Google Access Consciousness or Dr. Dane here, Gary Douglas, um, you'll be able to find so many different view- videos going into the explanations. Um, another thing Gary always talks about is like the two things that will change the course of your life, bars and choice. So being able to like get your bars run creates that space. One session will keep them running. They're like a push start system. So once you run them once, they'll keep going. Um, And then also just you knowing that, yes, if you choose something different, something different will occur. But it takes your willingness to actually choose where a lot of people stop there. But the bars assist with being able to kind of make that forward leap. So I guess so somebody listening to this who wants to sort of dive into this world you would suggest they start with getting their bars run? That's probably a clearer way of saying it, yes. (laughs) Yeah. I just, you know, I want people to know what, like, if they're curious, what is the best course of action? Um, So how, and then how can people, how can people get their bars run? How do people find a facilitator? There's a website called accessthebars.com. And they can go check that out. They can go on accessconsciousness.com and search facilitator in their area. If they're in the LA area, they can contact me or Lauren and we can totally facilitate that for them. And do you guys go to people or do people come to you? How does it work? I do Uh, both. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Awesome. I'm going to put all of your, your, the information in the show notes so people can check it out. And if they're curious, I mean, I had a great experience and I just think it's so fascinating, obviously, since it's why I wanted to have you on here. Um, And then tell me again, like, so people want to learn more about the tools and stuff. What, where do they go? What do they get? You can go to accessconsciousness.com. The -hmm. other really cool tool is to go on YouTube and you can search Dr. Dane here on YouTube, um, D-A-I-N-H-E-E-R. Um, and there's a ton of free stuff there. Like the amount of stuff that that man gives away for free is incredible. (laughs) Um, I was just at his book launch where they, his book was just launched in Portuguese and we were in Brazil and there were, we sold over 500 books on the first night and there were so many people that came that only knew him from YouTube that literally hadn't gone to a class, hadn't even got their bars read. So um, there's so much there. Um, the other thing that I wanted to share with you, because we were talking about it earlier, there is a website dedicated to the stories of change with access, and it's called accessstoriesofchange.com. And um, it has a lot of really cool um, information there. And then like some where people can submit their stories of like what, like what's been created in their life. And so sometimes, you know, as we are like a Yelp nation now, yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like going there and like seeing, what the people are saying about access consciousness. Um, so that's really cool. Um, you can look at drdanehere.com. I mean, there's a lot of um, information. And then obviously, well, I think it's obvious that Lauren and I are here to answer any questions that anybody might have. Um, so you can also um, link um, our contact information too, if that would be a contribution. Yeah. Um, can So can people learn all about the tools all on their own or do they need to go to classes for that or are the classes just to learn to run the bars? 
the classes go way deeper. So yes, you can totally go on and start playing with the tools yourself and see what they unlock and cover. And if your curiosity is peaked and you're noticing some change, uh, the first class you would take is uh, typically a bars class. That's kind of the prerequisite. And then after the bars, there's a whole bunch of different classes that just take the tools deeper. And because the tools really start unlocking a lot of things, allowing like being able to contact with a facilitator who's really trained. I mean, we go through lots and lots and lots and lots of classes and trainings to be able to facilitate this. If you have questions, if you're running into stuck points, that sort of thing, or you just want to go deeper and actually learn how to apply it to your own life so that there's like, for me, it's all about the working knowledge base. If I know how to like walk and talk and use them in real time, that's when I see benefit. Uh, that really comes a lot when you're working with someone who can teach that to you quite quickly. Um, that would be probably when you wanted to reach out either to attend a class or reach out to a facilitator for a bar session and then they can give you the tools within the context of that session too. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, this has been amazing. Why don't, before you leave, I want you to just say like how people can find out more about you and wh- how they could contact you. And then I'll, I'll also write it down in the show notes as well. I'll go first. Um, I am easily reached uh, first name, first name, last name. So Sarah, S-A-R-A-H, Grandinetti, G-R-A-N-D-I-N-E-T-T-I at accessconsciousness.com. And I am, I am on the east side in LA um, as opposed to my friend Lauren who is over by the beautiful beach. (laughs) Lucky. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and you can find all of my information and my contact information on my website, and that's laurenpolly.com, L-A-U-R-E-N-P as in Peter, O-L-L-Y.com. And uh, my email, my phone number, all of that kind of stuff is up there along with my published articles and blogs and videos and that kind of thing. Um, and I, you know, I know Sarah is kind of similar. We're just really interested in getting this out and about. So if even your curiosity is peaked and you just have further questions, don't hesitate to email or pick up the phone and we can help point you in the right direction. There's a lot of information. We get that. So if you need a little bit more one-to-one assist about where to start, we're totally here to support that. Yeah, I think that's amazing. I think a lot of people will definitely be interested in it. And I'm excited for my listeners to learn more about this because I feel like it could just help so many people. I think we all need some mindset shifts in this crazy world, I think. Seriously. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for talking to me tonight. I really, really appreciate you taking the time out of your schedules to do this. I know you guys both have a million things going on, but I think it's going to help a lot of people. It was a pleasure, Christina. Thank you. Okay. Have a good night. Thank you, too. All right. Bye. Bye. Okay. I hope you guys enjoyed that and found that interesting. It it blows my mind, honestly, every time I think about it. And they're such amazing women, and it's such an amazing concept and an interesting idea. And I just really think that this sort of thing is cool because it just makes me think about how much my own mindset and these ways of thinking that were just kind of ingrained in me growing up they do limit me and they they put boundaries on my life and what I can achieve and how I can feel and every moment we have a choice and every decision we have a choice to live a certain way and to view things a certain way and we really do have a lot of power 
And I think that can be scary for a lot of us to realize how much power we can have. Like you can choose happiness and you can choose motivation and you can choose all of these things that sometimes I think we're made to feel we can't choose and we think that we have to make everything harder than it has to be. And it doesn't always have to be that way. I think that we should all strive to be as happy as we can, you know? So just a lot to think about. If you're interested in getting your bars run, I definitely suggest it. I want to get mine run again. And you can reach out to Lauren and Sarah if you're in LA. If you're not, then you can definitely find a facilitator in your area. You can also head to the website accessconsciousness.com to learn more about all of this. They have some really cool resources. And I'll put all the information in the show notes. So... I hope that you guys thought this was cool and I'll put Lauren and Sarah's info in the show notes as well. You can always reach out to them if you have specific questions and yeah, hope this blew your mind the way it blew mine. All right. Thanks again for listening. You guys, as always, it was an absolute pleasure and I cannot wait to talk to you again next week. All right. Bye. Bye.